Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Coach Legends, we had a solid start to round one at 1,048. In this video, we're going to be going through all of the scores in my team, potentially what we're looking at in terms of trades. You know, if we would look to trade these guys, a few of the guys that we're on the fence about. I do have the 67K in the bank, which is going to help us out and give you a bit of a, a buy, hold, sell, and potentially a bit of a risk it type of play. 50 50, I'll give you the positives and negatives on those players, and we can make our decisions from there. Obviously, the 1048, bit of a run of the move. Tedesco is captain, the 51. I think I'm going to keep it on him this week. With them up against the Warriors, you'd imagine it'd be a closer game. Much less chance that they're going to be ambushed like they were against the Dolphins. So with Manu back as well, I think that just provides a few more options for them. You know, even just tries back through the middle if Manu can make a break or a nice offload or something like that as well. I think that's going to be very helpful for this squad. I've made a couple of changes just in my starting team for now before we look at potentially any trades. But Cam Pereira was starting team, uh, unfortunately getting a five. That didn't help us. I didn't play Warbrick last week, but this week coming up against the Dogs, he'll be in my starting side. The question mark's going to be if I play Taruva or if I play someone like Isaac Thompson or Cam Pereira this week who comes up against the Dragons and could come out and have a better score. The Titans are actually pretty good. You know, they've got to win up against the, the Tigs there. So can they come out and dominate and Campero score a bunch of tries? Definitely. So I'm definitely com contemplating at the moment what I do with that last center wing position. And let me know your thoughts as to what you think I should do if we don't make any trades. Tommy Javojevic, my only guy out. And really across the whole team, there's some solid scores without anything being spectacular. I'm really happy with Harry with the 91. So I'm glad I spent up on him for, for round one. It really just shores up that position for me. Brandon Smith, he's a guy we'll look at this week with the rib injury. And them having a buy in round four with that pretty tough start. Obviously, he's not going to make a, a load of money in that you know, round three after all of the prices change, guys. So if you are new at a super coach, prices change after round three. So it really does give you a chance to have another look at some of these guys and then make your decision in that round three. When we do have guys like Cleary out, I've obviously got to uh, sorry, Tongo and Taruva there who are both going to be out as well in round three. Just have the one... Our manly guy with Tommy Trebojevic, who will just leave in that side after he's 97 in second gear against the uh, dogs there. So we'll have a look at some trade options for him. 
if we decide to do so. But they do have the Warriors this week, and if he plays, could burrow over for a try for sure. The other guys, we've got Tapane with the 57 guys. It wasn't his best score at all. I definitely think he can improve coming into this week. So he's clearly just a watch, guys. He was the you know, second best scorer in the front row forward position last year. And a few of those guys below him outscored him this week. But there's every chance he can come out and get some attacking stats against the Dolphins this week. Yeah, it'll be a very interesting matchup because Raiders really, really good in that second half and almost stole that from the Cowboys who had an awesome first half there. Tapani, watch for him as well. He's definitely a hold. Welchie, he became you know, probably one of my best scorers this week, apart from you know, some of the guys like Hopgood, who were you know, close to well, were must-haves for sure anyway. Welchie did his job, a couple offloads and good minutes, so he's great. Thankfully, my front row forward is pretty short up, especially if Tarpany comes out and does really well. Remember, he's going to be a guy that you probably look to have in your team the entirety of the season. These first bunch of weeks, a lot of people asking about him and his minutes. He's always played these types of minutes. He'll probably get a few more in the next few weeks, but... Really, it was just attacking stats that were missing from his game, and that's what sets him apart from other front row forwards there. In terms of the bench, David Moale, I'm, I'm happy with at the moment. He should get some big minutes again this week with a few injuries, you know, guys like Arrow, Totola being out as well. So, Davi, I think he's going to be fine this week. Round three, not exactly sure, but we can make our decisions over those next few weeks. And hopefully these guys here in our starters don't uh, get suspended or get injured. Pele, he's really the only, the, the main issue in my side at the moment. Just the minutes that he got weren't great. We're hoping for sort of 20 to 25. You know, Preston took a lot of those minutes who are also in my side. And, you know, with the 67K, I could make, it, could make a decision to, to trade up from, from one of these guys straight away. You know, whether it be Pele straight to Cartwright, it could be a solid option. You'd imagine Cartwright at least gets the first three weeks, which would mean a nice price rise. So, he was about 250-odd, which we'll have a look at. And I can move Murdoch Masilla up into that front row forward position. And that would shore up that spot a little bit better. And then could bring in Cartwright in the second row forward. And that's probably a decent option there. But we'll have a look at that, guys, in all the spots, in all the, the potential options in, in hooker, all the way down to wing fullback there, uh, to the fullback position. And then we can you know, make our decisions in this squad. Okay. In the second round forwards, we got Fafida, did his job. We got the 83, moves to the left as well, which is great news for anyone in you know, looking to pick him up in Supercoach. Wilton, I think, is going to be a great option. Always just that try-scoring option. Hopgood, everyone needs to get him in their side. Pretty simple there in the second row forward position. Egan Butch obviously had a bit of a poor one with his sin bidding uh, and, and the Roosters just being really, really bad. So Butcher there, I think he's just a hold this week, guys. He's not that expensive. You know, he can come out and get a, a try or two this week and, and get 100. So I think I'm going to stick with him and play him. The question mark now is, you know, if we don't trade in Cartwright, do we play Murdoch Masilla? I think Cartwright's going to be a solid one to play this week. So will Murdoch in, you know, 60 plus minutes there. I think he'll do a, a good job for sides as well. Preston was the other one I'm looking at. I could trade him out to Cartwright. But I think he has more of an opportunity to score well in this pack, given he's more of an edge than Pele is with guys like TPJ coming back. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty sold on the Pele to, to Cartwright in the one trade there. Halfback as well, you know, I had Teddy, 51, Cleary with 53. There was no chance of going super well this week. Walker did his thing. I think he was actually one of their better players. Him and Teddy were on the park, one of their better players there. Uh, the rest of the guys kind of struggled a fair bit. So Walker, 62, we take. And this week, we hope for a lot more with hopefully a closer game or at least, you know, the Roosters coming out and winning it. Dewey there, 89, so really, really good. He got the try, got the try assist there, which was great. Uh, and yeah, Katoa did a few good things, a few not so good things, but that was expected in round one. So him, I'm happy with the 42. He will make money if he continues to do that. And you know, a game against Raiders this week should be you know close enough with how they played anyway. 
The wing fullbacks, uh, sorry, the center wings. There, we got Tungo, Taruva, Stags, and Warbreak. This is where I scored pretty poor. Obviously, I had Cam Pereira in that position as well for a five. So my highest score in this position was 39. So that can turn around very quickly, can't it? And, you know, these Penrith guys, they come up against a, a tougher bunny side, but we know what the Panthers can do when they are playing well, and hopefully they kind of click into gear coming into this week. So those guys, I'm not too stressed about. Stags had a poor one as well. Head injury assessment, cramps. Yeah, him at, what's, it, what's it with that right side? Him and Tommy Talao had a real tough one in that right center role in their respective teams. So Stags, I think a bounce back from him. He needs to have a good one against the Cows and, and up against Val Holmes. He really loves those type of matchups. So hopefully a better one for him. And again, these guys, we can make a decision on them and where they're at come round three. I was really happy with how Tungle played. I think he you know, has stepped up as a footballer, just didn't get many opportunities over last weekend. Warbrick, I'm keen on him to get a try this week, and then we'll make our decision on these outside, uh, the on the emergency guys in Thompson, Alamotti, and Carpereira. But I think that you can keep hold of all of those three and, and go from there. So Teddy to, and, and Tommy Trebojevic, I think we're, we're pretty set with them. You know, Tommy did better than guys like Drinky and stuff who got a couple of tries, and Teddy will be ready for a bounce back, I'll say for sure. Okay, let's have a look at some potential trades for all of your guys. So if we were to move on from a Brandon Smith, then we've got to look at, you know, potentially some trades there. Uh, just love this Supercoach app and how fast it moves. Sorry, there's a little swipe. Wade Egan, he came out and did super well. Got the try, got the try assist as well. Would you look to trade Smithy for him straight away? Look, I'm not completely convinced. There's a reason he's at 498, guys. You know, yes, there's potentially a few minutes on offer him for him this year. But is he going to be, it's going to be a 550k type of player or a 600k type of player? Uh, I think so. You know, maybe a little bit of improvement, but overall not the best. So I think he comes into that risk category and you can you know, go from there. I definitely think he's probably a slightly better option than Jeremy Marshall King because Wade's the kind of that kind of guy that will have a real poor game, get you like a 30 or something, and then he will get you a 60 or 70 and you know, sort of make some money there. And if he can come out and have a good start, they did play the Knights first up though as well. So something to think about. Obviously, Harry, I think still a great option. Jeremy Marshall King, he was good as well, but he's 112K more expensive than someone like uh, Wade Egan. So I think you know, for him, that was one of his, one of the better games he'll play. He's an improving player. I think he'll do well, but probably a little bit too expensive. Guys like Reed Marnie had a great game as well, 75. I can't see it happening every week, you know, having to make big, big tackles, no misses. We saw what he's like last year, for example. Probably a little bit of a flash in the pan. We'll probably still stick in that 55 to 65 range uh, and not be getting that 70 all time. Reese Robson, you know, had an immaculate game and still only got 74. So that's slightly concerning at his price. Tommy Starling won't happen to him every week. Cook did his thing. Plenty of running, which looked good. Hodgson was solid as well, guys. He's really cheap. So he's someone that's going to be a look at this week, I think and then potentially you know, making a, a change from there. So that's very interesting with Hodgson, how many minutes he's going to play. If he gets another 80 this week, he could be a sneaky one to pick up at a minimum as a cash grab in you know, round round three there, or round, sorry, round, round three and four potentially, and he could you know, play all the way to 14. You can move him on from there. That's the hope anyway. Sonny Luke, I think with him, you can watch him, see the minutes this week, and then make your decision in round four for Brandon Smith. I think that's a very clean trade if if brandon smith isn't doing what he needs to be doing brayley i just don't know how many attacking options he's going to get this year so i'd probably be holding off on him just at this stage just to find that out guys like sam barrels were okay tanner boyd i end up fading him and got sammy walker instead he you know played solidly without you know getting you much in the way of assists and stuff like that so 
big kick meters guy, which is good in fantasy, not as much in Supercoach. So would you trade him out? Look, you could, but I think you know, if you started with him, he covers both those positions there. If you've got Cleary, uh, who's going to be out, for example, I think he can slot into that half position and do a good job for you. Ray Stone, is he a guy to trade out? Looks like he's going to be out for a week, maybe two. I think you can just hold on to him if you like. You know, he scored okay, but if you want to move him on side, sideways to, to a cart ride or something, then that's going to be fine as well. So that's the uh, hooker options, guys. And I think for me personally, none of them really stand out, apart from the Sonny Luke potentially in round four. So we're going to leave Brandon Smith in that side and go from there. Let's look at some options for at all different at all different prices there for the front row forward position. If we wanted to move out Franklin Pele, for example, we do have that extra price. So we know that we've got the 283 and we're thinking about Cartwright. So we'll leave that for now. Uh, but we'll sub him up, for example, if we want to. But in this front row forward position, what we're looking at is some good scores up top from guys like Payne Haas. We had Junior Bolo there who had a really, really good game. But again, he's at, at that price of 526 and you doubt there's going to be much improvement from him. Tohu Harris was a much improved player, guys. Second year post-ACL surgery, he had a, a much better start. He was in a lot more, running the ball a lot more. His repeat efforts were the big one for me and picked up that 88, mainly in base, which is awesome. So Tohu, I think, is a great pickup. I wouldn't be trading any of these guys like Tarpanis and stuff like that for him. He's definitely going to be someone that needs to be on your radar. And, you know, you could definitely wait another week for him. And, you know, if, if he's playing that good again, then he's clearly a trade-in in round three. But either way, I think you're, you're going to be fine with him. A couple of the cheap guys that got good scores. you got Mark Nichols and you got Emre Gula. Nichols, I think, is more chance of continuing that output compared to Gula. Both scored a try, which is not going to happen regularly. Nichols, I think, probably you could drop five minutes from him. But I think he's going to be you know, that 40 to 45 minute type of. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Guy, it just was the perfect game for him. It was a perfect game 
for Emre Gula as well. So I think you can really just wait on both of them. Unless you need another scorer and you need you want to go for Nichols on your side, I think you can you can wait on those type of guys there. Twali, that was just a you know massive minute game, massive points game that he's you know able to do every sort of three or four weeks when they give him those minutes. Mitch Barnett was the interesting one, guys. He got the dual position. He got he scored really well in that you know front row position, but he did get a line break, so be aware of that. Same with Lindsey Collins. You know these are games that I was expecting him to have every second or third week. They lose Lodge. They potentially lose Radley, so I think Collins has to play big minutes, but again, the injuries and stuff is just slight worry. Cotter was great, guys. Uh, he's definitely someone that needs to be in people's sides at some point, but don't make marginal changes for any of these guys. None of them are completely standing out over this uh, first week. They're just like, oh, I missed him, and I've got to get him in straight away. Guys like Maxi King played big minutes, but didn't get you know the attacking stats that we'll be looking for and hoping for. You go down from there. Tommy Gilbert, if you've got him, I think he's going to swing. He's just going to be a stock standard guy in those 500s. Nelson, we're hoping for a little bit more. So, yeah, what do you decide with him? Uh, I think we'd just wait. If, you hold, if you're holding any of these guys, that's completely fine. Shaq Mitchell, guys, is another sneaky one that could get some good minutes again this week. And then we'll have to decide from there. Him and Davi Mwale uh, are very much question mark in terms of how many minutes they're going to get when they get some of these middles back. Obviously, Totola playing the, the, the one hit up. Last week really hurt, and you know even just holding an extra forward on the bench is going to be probably mean less minutes for these guys like Shaq Mitchell and Davi Moale. Sutton, I think he did well as well, but really the 48 mainly in tackles is not what we're looking for for super coach. I think you can fade him if you if you've got hold of him right now, leave him in your side. Stefano the 38 again, you could probably hold him. He will make a bit of cash on that, but. Not someone we need to be super excited about without the attacking stats. And really from there, there's not too much to talk about in that front row forward position. So that is that one there with Franklin Pele. Okay, if we were to look to trade in the 2RF position, obviously Butcher is someone that a few people are looking at trading out right now. So we will come up with a few of those options as well. So he's a 482 and yeah, puts us straight to that number there. But we'll go back up to the top with those two RFs and you know the guys that scored really well in that position. Obviously Hopgood, which we have in our side. Joshy King, I think you can leave him out, guys. He had a terrific game, obviously, with 55 tackles, big run meters as well. Will he get that every week? I completely doubt that one. Cam Murray was great, especially over these first few weeks. He's going to be playing big minutes and scoring well, but he's obviously one of the clear top guns. Don't trade a gun for him at this stage. For Fida as well, he's about 60k cheaper, which is great. He'll do a good job. Liam Martin is that up and down type of player. Avoid him. Colin Matungi, you know, attacking wise, amazing. So he's going to have 80s. He's going to have 50s, 100s. He'll be up and down there for sure. Guys like Carrigan as well, just really got into that work. Uh, you know, 74 all in base is awesome. So again, he's a great option if you need to. Papali, I think we can wait a little bit just at the price, but he had a, a solid game there. Guys like Nat did a job. Jackson Ford is one of those cheaper guys that I think is you know worth having a look at on your side. Him and Bryce Cartwright did really well. Cartwright will be most important at 234. Sorry, I even overpriced him before. 234 is going to be good for him. If he gets another couple of weeks, we can get that cash grab, a couple of good scores out of him, and he can do a good job. But again, you're hoping for at least two more weeks out of him. Three in total, which will be good. Anything above that is going to be gravy. All right, you can get that cash grab and go from there. Jackson Ford, Worth holding on this week if you want to not pick him up and wait and see how he goes this week and, and make your decision from there if you weren't thinking about playing him anyway. Eli Katoa had a solo one. Trent Oro, both of those guys, obviously avoid of attacking, attacking stats in that first game, but definitely could come up. 
this coming week against the dogs. So be aware of those guys. If you own them, they're both clear holds and will make some cash. And then, you know, Joe O played some limited minutes. He will get some bigger ones from there. Uh, we spoke about Sutton, you know, guys like that. They're in the 40s. So no one else really standing out there. We've obviously got guys like Joe Stimson who came out and did okay, but very much base stat heavy in terms of tackles, which is not exactly what we're looking for. If you've got Adam Elliott, guys, I think you should look to sell. Bit too expensive uh, with him coming off the bench and that groin injury again. I think he's a, a, an avoid at this point. We didn't speak about Tino on that first one. If you've got him, we expect to bounce back from him as well. Luke Ugana, I think, is a pretty clear sell at the moment. He's, you know, coach is not very happy with him at this point, so he is a good chance that he needs to be out of your side as well. Right in here, Corey, a little bit disappointing as well, just for the fact that we knew that he was going to be playing some minutes on the edge, probably a little bit in the middle and not getting that full 80. And, you know, how is he going to go this week against the Roosters, for example? He's someone that I'd be okay with you moving on if you're just not happy exactly with what he got in terms of minutes and stuff like that then you can, uh, you can leave him out of your side uh, or trade him out, I think, for sure. In terms of halfbacks, I think most, most people are pretty happy in this position in terms, of our, in terms of our halves there. You've got the Clearies. You've obviously got Sammy Walkers in there, which are, are doing a good job. DCE with 119, he's going to be a great option in a few weeks. The biggest question mark this week, I think, is going to be Ilias. So the 363, he had an absolutely terrific game. The try, try assist in there. Can he keep that up on a week-to-week basis? I don't think so. You know, is he going to make some money? Yes. Do you want him in your side for any of these guys? Probably not. Really, if you've got someone that you clearly want to trade out, like a Munster, you could go cheap with Elias, but I'd suggest go, going up to, to one of these guns. I'd probably be avoiding Cleary just straight up. Uh, and really, the options that you have are guys like Jerome Hughes, which we're unsold on at the moment. But yeah, Walker. Johnson even had a solid game you know, without doing anything crazy. Obviously, he had the line break and stuff like that. So he was good. You could probably wait and try and get DCE, to be honest with you. Go a little bit cheaper or just have Munster on your bench this week and then go to DCE next week, given he's a little bit cheaper and, and had that pretty tough end to the season last year in terms of his scores. So that's the uh, that's the options in the halves position. In terms of your 5.8s, so Dewey is obviously the clear one that we'd be looking to have in our sides at this point. And then going on from there, there's guys like Brimson, who are obviously pretty solid. Ponga, if you decide to pick him, that 72 worked out really well. He actually had a solid game super coach wise but you know, unfortunately, they didn't get the win and he came off with 10 minutes to go. So hopefully he's going to be fine. And if he is, he's a nice straight swap as well for a Munster if you're looking to, to do that one in this 5'8 position. Ezra Mam, I think he had a really, really good game. Scoring-wise, wasn't as perfect, but... You know, I think he could do a job for, for any of you guys there. Foran, we actually need to look at him and see if he actually plays in that round one. We're a little bit worried about him. But yeah, options-wise, Dewey, Ponga, solid, Ezra Mam. It's probably it, to be to be fair, in that in that 5-8th uh, position there. Okay, center wings is going to be the next you know, important one that we need to talk about. Just say if we grabbed Isaac Thompson there and traded him out for one of our lovely center wings. Again, it wasn't really a, a big... Big week for center wing scores. So Ruben Garrick, obviously one of those guys that is one of the guns in the position. Same with Campbell Graham. And they both got 110. So again, two good teams in this one and they both did a great job. Would you rush them into your side? I don't think so. You know, Garrick's obviously have a bye this week. Campbell Graham just picked up two tries. So I think either way, left or right is going to be a good job. You know, a good, a good side for the Bunnies there. Herbie Farnworth was great as well. Connolly Lemmy Lou. 
So he had a he had a nice game. He's at 307k, guys. I wouldn't expect the minutes to be that high for him. And he is coming off the bench. So, yeah, look, not exactly ideal for a situation there. If you're looking to bring in a center wing, I think he can have, you know, do better in that position. Hamaso, the 330, I think he is okay as well. Definitely someone that you can uh, select in your side. Uh, this week, he obviously came out and had an absolute superstar game. Can he do it every week? I doubt it. Can he, you know, if the Dolphins are solid, is he going to be okay? I think so, definitely. Okay, let's move along. Guys like Penasini, I was really happy with his output, and I think he's going to be closer to that gun status uh, by by the end of the year, which is going to be good. Val Holmes was solid. Chansey will cook stuff. You played him. Awesome. Is he a buy this week? I think you can hold off one more and make your decision from there. Let's move it down the line. Guys like Lockie Miller, he was solid, but he's still very expensive. Karaz, again, solid. People are going to look at Brent Naden, but I think he's a trap, guys. Avoid him at this point. Isaiah Tass, a base stat game for him was good. He will be one to score tries at some point during the year. Awesome. Talatau Kola there. He had a good one as well. Uh, and I think he's going to be an option as well as soon as they start going right a bit more. He didn't get to touch the ball a lot last game. Toa, I think, is clearly a hold with Tonga, although we're not very happy that he was on the right instead of the left. Joseph Suali, he had a solid game. I think actually footy-wise, he was good. Supercoach, obviously not great, but I think you can uh, hold him this week against the Warriors and make your decision in round three or four. Taruva was fine in terms of cheap guys. You got Isaac Thompson in there. All holds this week. Perham, you can hold him as well, but I don't think a lot of people have him at the moment. Remus Smith, we're slightly worried on him, I think, but yeah, 31. He did score better than guys like Katoni Staggs and, and stuff like that. You've got Harley Smith-Shields, who had a pretty low game as well. Uh, but I think he's a hold now with you know, Rapana being out the next few weeks. I think his job security uh, is pretty good in that one. So that's the center wings. Tommy Talao had a poor game, guys. You can hold him as well there. And the last one in this Supercoach video, guys, for the buy, holds, and sells in our fullback position. It's going to be nice and fun there. Is, as it loads, we've got a couple of guys. Obviously, Ruben back up top. Sarko there as well with the jewel. Tommy being the third best scorer. So if you picked him up, happy days there. Nick Meany was great, guys. He looked awesome. So did Latrell. Are they options this week? Eh, maybe not. Latrell's carrying a little bit of an injury. And then moving along from there, there's not a heap, guys. Drink water. If you held him, you're fine. You know, Teddy, we're fine with holding him. And then, you know, from there, there's really not too many options. It could be an interesting one at some point. But that is it, guys. Reese Walsh as well. But I wouldn't be trading out any of these guys for Walshy. Uh, but you can make that decision over the next couple of days. Hope you enjoyed that video, guys. We'll catch you in the next. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 